is Jaquila Jackson, and my organization is called Project I Am. It's Kellen, and we have, I'm going to call him a young chief. Yeah, young chief or prince of philanthropy. But this young man is going to give us the game. Jaquil's doing things that have been seen on Steve Harvey. He's already been endorsed by Obama. So he's done things that even adults haven't done as far as notoriety. And he's doing it out of the love, and there's no cap. Um, Jaquil, welcome to Diversified Game. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You've done so much press, and I try not to repeat questions and have you say the same thing over and over. But this is where I do want to start, because a lot of people say, you know, we do philanthropy and we do givebacks, but they do it so they can go viral and, you know, get attention. You started this probably when you didn't know what social media was, and Correct me if I'm wrong, you started it not waiting for somebody to give you anything. You guys just used your own funds. Is that correct? Exactly. And your parents aren't uh, mega millionaire or billionaires that, okay, because, you know, and you're being chauffeured right now because you're still <laughs> not old enough to drive, you know, legally. But can you tell the people, you know, from the, the start of it, the, the, the small beginnings that have blossomed to, you know, global uh, notoriety. Like, how did you start and what was the budget? Yeah, for sure. If uh, Actually, I got my permit last week, so I'm, I'm actually able to drive with a, with a legal adult in the car, so I'm proud of that. But um, how it all started, when I was about five years old, I went to go feed the homeless with my, my cousins, and I got to see how the homes live for the first time. We went to feed them with chili and this was a weird experience for me mainly because at that age I thought we all had I thought we all had homes I thought that we all were living in La La Land at five years old so that was really shocking for me I think um that was my first real life experience like seeing something as serious as homelessness and I kind of just stuck with that and when I went home I asked my parents if we could give them all houses and obviously couldn't do that and I kept begging my parents so that showed them how much I really want to do something about this. And that's when we sat down and we talked about what we have on a daily basis that they don't have. And we thought about blessing bags. And, and, I, and I want you to just kind of tell you, you know, if you, if you know, what was the range that you guys spent? Because it's something that you're doing. It's something that, you know, all of us uh, could do. And, and, you know, everybody has their way of giving, but I, for that person who says, well, I don't think I have enough money, but here you have, you know, um, at the time, a child who was willing to give. So what was the range? Did it take $10,000 or did you guys start maybe with a couple hundred or a hundred bucks? Yeah, we started very low. Um, that's actually some advice that I give to other young people, like who are wanting to start in their own organizations is to start off small so that you can have you know, a little bit of wiggle room, um, able, 
being able to kind of adjust what you need to with your organization is really important, I would say. Um, I also think that I started with lots of lots of support from my family, but it wasn't that many people. So it went from doing hiking parties with maybe 12 of my friends to now being able to do it with thousands of people. So um, that's really cool, the cool part about it. But we started off really small. And it's it's blown up. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, the people that have endorsed you, have talked about you, and that we could be here all day for everybody who's done something. I mean, he's even done stuff on the Cartoon Network, you guys. And it, that, that's, 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 a, that's a blessing. But tell us how it is expanded and what has that attention been able for you to maybe even do more? Um, I would say how it ex- has expanded is, other than the, the brands that I've been able to work with recently, um, like creating Bureau, I'm having my pillows in their stores, um, just like a power pillows that I'm doing. Um, that's a really cool partnership that I got done. Working with Nike, um, people like The Gap, um, just Forbes, things like that. Other than corporations like that and being able to get the word out about what I'm doing, I would say that we have expanded in ways that I'm able to actually teach more young people. Um, I've implemented social entrepreneurship programs into schools where I just teach them entrepreneurship. And at the end, we have like a little like fun piece of party probably, but I've actually become a real teacher in the school. That's not something that a lot of young people can say. Um, so that's really unique for me because I never saw myself as a teacher, mainly because I know how annoying teachers can be. And I just never thought I would be a teacher, but when it comes to wanting to um, show other young people entrepreneurship, I guess that, that does make me a teacher. Um, I also I want to get involved in tiny homes, so we're making steps to get into tiny homes, which are just tiny houses for those in need. Now, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I love to see on your social media um, and telling people, especially those of us who might have long flowing hair but have grays in them and we've earned them, right? Why teachers are annoying. Um, I agree with you, but you know, you it's something that you have to go through and how your generation may change that. Maybe everything will be virtual, right? So you can be in the pool while teaching like my kids can do their lessons because they homeschool with their teacher virtually by the poolside or, you know, whatever so that that would be great content because that's you you guys are the future now with the tiny homes that's been such a big you know talk and you have such big brands you know can you see yourself maybe even having your own business it's one thing to be to have a boxable but to then brand you know the official project i am tiny homes and this is what we give you is that something you're looking at or you may be thinking about partnership with a company like boxable or there's so many others but boxable because of you know elon musk involvement people know um what what do you think what are your thoughts on that yeah really i was just maybe focused on helping other other homeless people because um, I know the blessing bags aren't actually getting them off the streets. So I wanted to do to find something that can help them find a more permanent situation. Um, and that's when I found out the tiny homes were thing. Um, I think it started in Detroit. And I'm just mainly focused on getting homeless people off the street. It's not mainly about me having my brand on the tiny 
like on, on like a crate. Um, like some some tiny homes are made from crates. So, but it would be cool to have a logo on it. I guess like have a whole neighborhood, like a whole section of black, red, and white project. I am uh, tiny homes. That would be cool. But um, just want to focus on getting other homes people off the street. And, and and that came to mind because uh, this is an African business podcast. So, you know, in Africa, um, in Sierra Leone, where a lot of us have become dual citizens or Ghana, you know, um, and, and even Rwanda, everywhere in Africa, 54 countries you choose, you have Black Americans and your Black Europeans building like five or seven homes just like that. So you got the colors right, and it's a glo global movement, you know what I mean? You're always gonna have to need something and a way to fund things. And you're, you know, nonprofits, you don't always wanna have to be, you know, begging for money. Sometimes we can make money and we can then, you know, give it away as we choose. What is your biggest you think like a lot of people might say oh the homeless want to be homeless and I argue with people like that all the time you might you have mental health patients everywhere even in the hospitals what do you think the biggest like misconception is of the population that you're serving I would say like you said that um probably homeless people are are choosing to be in that situation or are kind of um just doing the wrong things to get like they're bad people, I would say is a misconception because most times they it's something that leads to that. It's either them um having money issues, they can be getting evicted. Um and then it's hard for homeless people to get jobs. Lots of people just say go get a job um to homeless people and that's that's something that's that's not that's almost near impossible, mainly because of their situation. It nobody wants to accept a homeless person into the workplace, so it's really hard for homeless people to find jobs. Which is why I thought things like the NBA accepting homeless people in to clean, you know, the arena um, in Sacramento a couple months ago. That was really cool, something that I saw. And things like that needs there needs to be more of um just so that homeless people can get more opportunities because uh, it's it's really a cruel world and lots of homeless people don't have access to jobs uh, yeah no that's 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 real real talk and you know you think about again if people did want to partner with you if they were an hr company or willing to you know um work with you and and partner up because you have boots on the ground now can you tell the people in which regions you are serving people and if there is somebody out there and says look i'd love to you know partner with you in my own region is there any type of uh program that we can do that but you know let's first start where you're at and where you're serving <laughs> for sure um i'm from chicago and I started off mainly in Chicago, but I branched out to giving blessing bags to places like LA, Atlanta, um, Florida, Houston. And then I branched out to actually giving bags out across the world. Um, so Guatemala, orphans in Africa, volcano victims in Guatemala, um, Puerto Rico. There are, I think the Bahamas as well. So another way that people who aren't from here can get involved is by doing virtual penguin parties 
Um, that's something that I created out of COVID because during COVID, we couldn't have people coming together to do the blessing bag packing parties. So we were kind of, it was just like me, my mom, my dad packing the bags, and then my GT would come pick them up and drop them off at a shelter. And that was our process, which was definitely difficult. So we had to figure out something that can still get these bags done. And I created virtual packing parties so that I can get everybody from across the world to join on on a Zoom call at the same time and do the bags together. And they give it out to their wherever they are. Um, we've had people in India, UK. Um, so it's really cool, different way to get more people involved. With all the notoriety you have gotten, you still seem to live a everyday, like you're, you're playing basketball, you know, organized basketball. Um, how have you been able to stay normal? Because, you know, I've, on this show, I've had like a 13-year-old millionaire, Christian The Truth Jones, and he's been doing it like you. He started at eight, and now he's about your same age. Um, how do you stay normal? Is it your parents? Or is it, do you see the craziness and say, oh, I don't want to be like that fool on TV. I don't want them talking about me like that. Like, how do you stay grounded? I would say my parents do a good job of, you know, managing my schedule. And also, um, I'm a very, I'm already a grounded person. I'm very humble. I don't like talking about, I don't even like, like talking about things that I have done. Um, and that's something that my parents hate about me, but I would say my parents do a good job of managing my schedule. Um, I also have a big calendar in my room that helps as well, helps manage everything, but it's definitely a struggle. It's not something that I've mastered. Got you, got you. And, you know, after high school, I would assume that your parents just said, hey, let, let's go to college even while you're doing this. Where are you looking at attending schools? Because I want them to right now with the NIL deals, me being a licensed sports agent, I want all the schools hitting you up. Not that you need the help because you already got a PR team, you guys. He's there. But where are you looking at? Is it? You know, the Harvard of the South. Yeah, I got Grambling State University on right now. That's where me and my wife went. But, you know, where are you looking at um, going? I, I have a whole list and lots because of basketball. Um, and I would say UCLA because of basketball and I'm interested in film. I, I'm a photographer now, so I'm really interested in how the actual cameras work. So UCLA is a good film school. Um, I'll say Villanova, um, Butler, places like um, Syracuse and uh, Duke and the top schools for basketball, I think, are are my, on my list. But I also like HBCUs like um, Howard. So I put that on my list a couple of years ago, too. Okay, so you guys got to make offers and see, you know, how do you, because you'll bring attention to the school with what you've already done. So this is business at the end of the day, and they got to treat you right wherever you go. Uh, that That's the, you know, that's the whole thing of the push with the, the NIL is, man, you're not just getting, it make money off me, but we all can make money together. Now, this is going to be probably the most difficult question because we've talked about it through this whole interview but it's my signature question. What is a community give back that you're doing? Or since we talked about a few of them, maybe one that you want to do in the future? Um, 
like something different than the blessing bags. Yeah, and the tiny homes. Like we hit it out the park real quick. So, and and the tiny homes. There may be something else that you know you're doing. You know, and take a second to think about it that you know you haven't mentioned yet. Right. Um. Something else that I want to do in the future that's probably the biggest is branch out my organization into different cities. I want to have um, different young people that I've worked with in the past or who are coming up with being entrepreneurs running my organization in different cities. So like having a different uh, having a project I am all over the place. Got you. And with the, with how important, you know, right now, I know you're being in high school and running the organization. Um, how important are the donors, you know, just regular everyday donors are, you know, you already tapped in with the corporate and maybe even the government who definitely has a lot of money with the government RFPs. Um, but how important are, you know, private donors for you for this business to expand? I would say extremely important because uh, we're a not-for-profit. We run, we fuel off donations and um, support from grants and things like that. Um, I would say we also run on a fuel from, you know, my support system, like my GG, she, she pushes us. So um, she she's really, 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 like, strong and, and very, very assertive, I would say, because she does, she does a lot of the, the, heavy lifting when it comes to to convincing people because she we definitely need that i'm not really assertive like that because i'm a shy person so we need somebody you know like yell at somebody we'll, we'll call in my gg and um we'll have her do do all that good stuff if it's like with a grant or we need somebody to donate she knows how to get them get them right so i would say um my gg plays a big part in that too now nah, this is this is a this is a blessing and it, it's just you know to see it happen at this age you know that the best is yet to come as the scriptures say let the people know um where they can find you and any last words that you have for them um i would say don't wait to be great and that's my motto it means that us young people don't have to wait until we're adults to be change agents to start our own business because right now and um, you can find me at my Instagram, Shaquille Jackson, it's just my name, J-A-H-K-I-L Jackson. Um, you can also go to my website, officialprojectim.com and jaquille.com. You guys, he has books on his website. Links will be in the description, whether you are listening or watching and wherever it is. Um, Best-selling books at, at that. And this game that you can get and you can also give to your kids or your nieces, your nephews. Don't wait to be great uh, and don't wait to donate something to the cause because, you know, these are the people you got to look at the least of these. These are the people that you got to think it could be you. Thank God it's not if you're listening, probably and watching, but tap in. And I thank you. I thank you for coming on, my bro. Thank you for having me. You guys been blessed with the game. Make sure if you do nothing else, you share this game with somebody, it will change their life. Be blessed. Hi everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia. Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, 
came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that will guide you through this process. It's only $20 and in this course you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is going to cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth a thousand South African rand? and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings. So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that you know when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always want to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course, there's a little preview you can listen to um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out.